0: Welcome to Rayma for Today Radio.
1: Well, I said, Lord, he and, and I didn't know all this about him. I checked up on him. It's all true. Uh, I said, Lord, he's only 43 years old. He's not old enough to die. You promised us at least 70, 80 years or even longer, you know, and, and uh, he's not old enough to die. Why should you die? He said, well, I've been waiting on him for 30 years to judge himself and put away sin. I didn't know this, but I checked up on it and it was all true. See, I asked his sister at folk. Came by revelation. He said, you see, he was saved when he was 13 years old. He's 43 years old now. 30 years I've been waiting on him. Think about the patience of God. You know, we get so impatient with one another. I, 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 I get, you know, sort of sometimes I get impatient. You don't ever get impatient, do you?
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue with more from the message series by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Stay tuned. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this week's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message.
1: And so I said to the Lord, while I was trying to pray, standing there by the bedside with my hand laying on the fellow's head, finally just took it off him. couldn't even pray for his healing, just like something I had to hold my tongue. My tongue wouldn't say what I was thinking. And on the inside of me, in my spirit, you see, I said, Lord, why can't I pray for this man's healing? I mean, after all, he's not 70 years old yet. You promised us at least 70, 80 years. That would be a minimum on up, uh, how much you can believe for it. And And why, why, why? And just as plain on the inside of me, and I didn't know this. I checked it out, and it's all true. I didn't know it came by revelation. You see, I didn't know that much about the man. He said, well, I've been waiting on him for 36 years. He's 66 years old. And he is saved. Now, I didn't know that when he was born again. Never had to ask him. He is born again when he's 30 years old. I've been waiting on him for 36 years to judge himself and to put away wrongdoing. He's never lived right over two weeks at a time. Now, you think about that. Never lived right over two weeks at a time in 36 years. And i was been waiting on him to judge himself and put away sin. But he wouldn't do it. So I turned him over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Jesus. You know, that's all in the Bible. I don't have time to go into it right now, but you can read that in there. Read the 5th chapter of 1 Corinthians and the 11th chapter of 1 Corinthians. You'll get all what I'm saying. And he's ready to go now, you see. So leave him alone. Just let him go. But you can lay your hand on him. I've taken my hand off of him. Lay your hand on him and tell him as your hand is upon him, the Holy Ghost will come on him and he'll be, he had never been filled with the Holy Ghost, and he'll be filled with the Holy Ghost and his last days will be better than his first. And so I said to him as I laid my hand back on his head, Mr. Wood, I said, the Lord said to him, he'd lay my hand on you and you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost and your last days will be better than your first. That man never stammered. He never stuttered. He never said one word in English. He lifted both hands and started talking in tongues. I left him sitting up in bed singing in other tongues. I got in my car and headed off up the highway singing gray, and I can't sing, you know, Don't mind singing by myself, nobody hear me, you know. But singing with tears running down my face, grace, grace, God's grace, grace that's greater than all of our sins. And they tell me that he sat up in bed for three days and nights and sang in other tongues. Never slept, three days and nights, sang, prayed in other tongues for three days and nights and had a glorious home going, his last day. Well, now that wasn't God's best but he forfeited his right to God's best by persisting over a long period of time, nearly 40 years, 36 years in wrongdoing. But thank God, I'm glad, though he missed God's best down here, he's enjoying God's best over there. Amen. I remember on another occasion, uh, a minister asked me, a pastor, full gospel pastor, his brother-in-law, only 42, 43 years of age, had cancer of both lungs. And uh, he wasn't bed fast. He's moving around. They can drain your lungs so many times, then you've had it, you know. And so he said, uh, this pastor said, uh, Brother Hagin, he said, have you you uh, you know, have, have you ever prayed, laid hands on him? Because a lot of times, when you're in the spirit, if you use a long certain line, I don't know why, but w- when you touch people, then you'll know. Worked that away with me. I mean, there was a time I'll have everybody out to of touch. I can tell you exactly. That's when the spirit's on me. I don't mean, because uh, if you it just any time. But when the Spirit of God was upon me and working to me, the minute I touched him, I could tell him exactly what the problem was. I could tell him if he's living in sin. I could tell him what kept him from getting healing. I could tell him what kept him from getting the Holy Ghost. And I'd tell him they'd all start talking in tongues. Usually this never failed to get anybody filled with the Spirit because i would tell them what to do. Well, I can do that to a certain extent yet. God just doesn't necessarily want me to minister altogether along that line now. But uh, I couldn't just do that, you know, when I wanted to. I want to emphasize that now. It's when I was in the Spirit. When the Spirit of God was upon me, not manifesting Himself through me. Well, uh, that's the reason this minister asked that, and I said, "No, I've never, I never laid hands on Him. I just wondered if He got anything." And then again, here's something else. May I take a little side journey here? Sometimes these side journeys help us as much as anything. You see, as much as the main life. Another thing is, don't go off even if God does reveal something to you and tell it. Amen. That's right. I don't even tell people sometimes what I know. Well, why don't you? That's the reason you don't ever get anything because you'd blab it. There is a time to tell something and there's a time not to. We need to pray and believe God to give us wisdom even though we may have spiritual gifts or spiritual things may be in manifestation to us. We need to have wisdom to know how to use them. We fail to know, bless our darling hearts and stupid heads. We fail to realize that spiritual things can be misused just as much as natural things can be misused they can absolutely be misused. Well, we want to use it to the greatest good, use it for God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? amen? Well, I said to this pastor, no, I, I haven't laid hands on the man I, I, and I don't, didn't get anything. Don't get anything because I haven't really prayed about it. And, and so he said, uh, and he went on to explain his condition to him. He said, I guess you know. The yeah, I said, I knew that. Because, you see, this this man, 43 years old, was actually the brother of the pastor's wife. And so, just just a few days after we had talked, well, the pastor wasn't in town. He'd gone to another town to tend to some business, and and this fellow took a turn for the worse. And so, his sister, the pastor's wife, called me where I was standing and said, Brother Hagin, would you go there? And, you know, I hate to ask you, but... You know, you know him, and of course, I did know him, all right. He's my brother, and you know, and he just, he just can't breathe, and he just suffering, and so I went. Well, and I laid my hand on his head to pray, and I shut my eyes, and it just is just as real as though uh, I felt just like somebody just laid their hand on my hand, took my hand off of his head, and all the time I'm praying now. But I thought to myself, well, recognize. You know, I had my eyes shut at first. I said, I, I thought to myself, I might have been mashing too hard on his head. Something he might have just, you know, reached up, took my hand up, you know. That's what I really thought. And so I put my hand back on his head and thought, well, I won't, you know, maybe, maybe I was pressing a little too hard. And, and I sh- shut my eyes, you know, uh, and continued to pray. And, uh, and it just like there was, I could feel that hand on my hand, just took my hand off of his head. And I thought again, well, I don't think I was pressing too hard. I kept still praying all the time, but thinking it's on the inside of me that I was pressing too hard. I mean, and so this time I put my hand back on his head and kept my eyes open. You know, the Bible said watch and pray. (laughs) You know? Now, that may be a loose interpretation of that, but uh, nonetheless, I watched and prayed. I kept my eyes open this time, continuing to pray. And I didn't see any hand. It wasn't he that did it. But I could feel just as real as though you had put your hand on my hand and took my hand off of his head. Now, when that happened this third time, still praying in English, you see, out of my mind, in my spirit, down in here, I said, Lord, uh, why did you take my hand off of his head? He said, because he's going to die. Don't pray for him. Well, I said, Lord... He, and, and I didn't know all this about him. I checked up on it, It's all true. Uh, I said, Lord, he's only 43 years old. He's not old enough to die. you promised us at least 70, 80 years or even longer, you know. And, and uh, he's not old enough to die. Why should he die? He said, well, I've been waiting on him for 30 years to judge himself and put away sin. I didn't know this, but I checked up on it and it was all true. See, I asked his sister, the kinfolk. Came by revelation. He said, you see, he was saved when he's 13 years old. He's 43 years old now. 30 years I've been waiting on him. Think about the patience of God. You know, we get so impatient with one another. I, 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 I get, you know, sort of sometimes I get impatient. You don't ever get impatient, do you? I'm the only one that does that. Huh? I'm the only one that does it, so, huh? I'm the only one that way. But I get impatient with people sometimes, you know, and then I get to thinking about, it. well, you know, my, my, I just got to put up with this little thing, but God's putting up with all of us. Amen. Think about the patience of the Lord. It's amazing, isn't it? And then I just repent and go on, praise God. <laughs> well, uh, think about the patience of God. Think about the long-suffering of God. He said, I've been waiting on him 30 years to judge himself. God saved. He's 13, 30 years ago. He's 43 years old now and has never lived right. Never lived right in all of these 30 years. Just persisted in doing wrong. In fact, the Lord said to me, and I checked up on, I asked his sister. The Lord said to me, I healed him one time of a broken back when he was living in adultery. Left his wife, lived with another woman. I healed him of a broken back. I asked his sister. His sister told me, he said, yeah, when I was just, she was the youngest, you see, and he's the next to her, next to the youngest, see. She said, you see, I was just 12 years old. And so he had left his wife and went off with this other woman living with her. And on the job while he fell broke his back. They had him in this cast from his neck down, see. Finally they could bring him from the hospital and bring him home. Because, see, he didn't have any home to go to because he left his wife and he is living with this other woman and so they brought him back to his home. You know, where else could he go? His mom, you know, and this sister, just 12 years old. And so he said, uh, uh, the doctor said to him, you know, he said, uh, well, he knew how to pray. He was around it, you know. And so he got to praying and he said the Lord had healed him.
0: You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month, we're offering the paperback book by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Plus the book by Ken Hagen, You Can Make It and CD message, Walking with God by Ken Hagen. All three tremendous resources are yours for just $14.95. That's $8.95 off the regular price. Call now to get this very special offer. 1-888-FAITH-99 Strengthen your faith and grow. Call 1-888-FAITH-99 That's one 1-888- 888 Faith 99. Start your new year off right. Don't delay. Call 1 888 Faith 99. That's 1 888 Faith 99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org, that's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
1: And Winter Bible Seminar is February the 19th through, 19th through the 24th. 24th, so make plans to come here to Broken Arrow right here yeah. on the campus right here at Rhema Bible Training Center. And for all of you that are graduates worldwide, it's Worldwide Homecoming. That's right. And any of you that has ever supported Rama, we want you yes. to be here because we want you to see what, what you, you have supported. What you have supported. Yeah. We just want everybody to come. It's going to be a great, great time. As my dad used to say, if you miss it, you're going to miss half Happy your life. That, right. that was one of his favorite <laughs> sayings. It
0: was. And it some
1: was. of the people that knew him out there know yeah. that was one of the things he would say That's all the right. time.
0: That's right. Hey, thank you for being with us. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue to strengthen our faith with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What to Do When Faith Seems Weak and Victory Lost. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.